We're learning the first Sicha of Parshas Bay in Chelik Chafalef on page 55. The Shir today is being learned Lelinishmas Rabbi Yisif Ben Yamin Ben Rab Menashe Kaltman. Oifim Pasik Koi Oma Hashem Kachatzoi Salayla Aniyotze Betoich Metzrayim Moshe Rabbeinu says that the Eivishter said that Kachatzoi Salayla I will be going out in the middle of Mitzrayim. This is for Makis Becheres. So Rashi brings two interpretations in the meaning of the words Aleph, the first pshat is is the simple pshat to explain it in the context of the Pasik. As the Taich for Kachatzei Salayla is Kehecholek Halayla when the Nacht Tetelzech. Kachatzei Salayla means when the night is divided. What's the Chiddush and what Rashi is saying? So Rashi explains, was them Pirish is ein chatzais, shem The word chatzais is not a noun defining the, the, the time, midnight, halbenacht, nor sezapola. Rather, it's a verb, and kachatzais is, the chaf is when the night divides. When Rashi, Rashi brings examples where we see that you can translate kachatzais in this way. Beis, another pshat Rashi says, Darshu. Our sages uh, expounded and explained as follows: It's like the pasuk would be saying, approximately at midnight. Vamru, and they explained why is Moshe Rabbeinu saying approximately at midnight? Shama Moshe the Mashma Rabbeinu uses this expression of kachatzais, and he's saying that it could be. Approximate, sometime near midnight. Shema yitu itztagnine parai, because maybe the astrologers of parai will make a mistake in the time when Makis Bechiris happens, and they may think that it wasn't exactly at Chatzais. Viyamru Moshe Vadoyu, and they'll say that Moshe Rabbeinu is a liar. So now, according to this pshat, Chatzais is da the shame dovish alchatzi. Chatzais is a noun, midnight, hal benacht. The fact that Moshe Rabbeinu says with a chav, which means approximately midnight, and not precisely at the time of midnight, is valid at because he was concerned. So the astrologers should not come and accuse him of being a liar. Then Rashi concludes, and this is according to some versions of Rashi. And this is the version that Rebbe will, that Rebbe will be explaining here in the Sicha. Aval Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yedeya Ita Vurgav. The Eibushter knows his times, his moments. Omar Bachatzeis. When the Eibushter says when the Maki will happen, the Eibushter did say that it will be exactly at midnight. Later in term Mizrachi, so the Mizrachi explains regarding this Rashi. Noch Mafarshim and other commentaries as well. As the Shverekait and Pasik, was Rashi kumt farenferim with the pirushim. What is the difficulty with the words of the Pasik here that Rashi is coming to answer with these two interpretations? Is Alderech with the Kashin Gemara. Similar to the question that the Gemara asks regarding this Pasik here. Mia kisveke kamishmaya. Is there any doubts in heaven by Hashem? And that is as follows. Oyd Mizal Zagin, as Chatzais is Shem Davish Chatzi. If you'll say that the word Chatzais is just a noun, midnight, if so, the word kachatzais is a chaf that relates to the time period. Examples as the Mizrahi brings, 
Das heißt, and that would mean here, ungefähr beerach around the Zeit von Chatzais, approximately midnight. Heißt es doch, and if it's, it means approximate, so what that means is, as a dover misupik, it's a doubt. Man weiß nicht im genaues man, wenn das wird vorkommen. It's unknown what's the exact time when Makis Bechelis will happen. Und als I kann man doch nicht sagen, klappe in Meile. And of course, this can't be said when we're speaking about the Eibishter, bringing this Maka. So to answer this question, Rashi here brings the two Pirushim. Aleph, Kachatzeus Alayla, meant Kehecholik Alayla, when the night is divided. Was by Apuule, Badaita Chov, Kaasher. So if it's not a noun, but it's a verb, so here the Chov is not approximate, but Chov just means when. Kachatzeus Alayla, Kaasher, Yecholik Alayla, when the night will be divided, which is punct in Halbenacht, exactly at midnight. So according to this Peshat, it comes out. As this is in them the given King Sophic, that there is no doubt about this, it's exactly when the night is divided. Bayes, the second shot Rashi says, Kachatzeis main take kimoi kibachatzeis alaylo de mashma somachloi. It's as if it says kibachatzeis, which means approximately midnight. Umoishayat as he gesagt, and the reason Moshe Rabbeinu says this, Shema Yituchulu, as Rashi explains, so the astrologers shouldn't make a mistake and then accuse him. The Eivishter says that the Maka will come in the exact time of midnight. That's the simple understanding of the two Pirushim here in Rashi. However, what we need to understand here is as follows. What is the Hechrich Tzuzogin? What forces us to say, as when the Chaf from Kachatzeis is a Chaf Ashir, that when the word or the letter that is Chaf, is a chaf regarding the timing here, is yechuyiv shi'iyah davim esupik. That automatically means that there's some kind of a doubt regarding the timing. Why can't we say, as er zokt, kachatzai is chaf ashir, nitzali basofik bedover, that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that the maka will come approximately chatzai, not because there's a doubt when exactly chatzai is, nor valdas vetakafakum in samach lechatzai, because Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that the time of the maka is not precise, It'll be approximately at Chatzais. Maybe that is the time that Hashem said and chose, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. Or befrat, more specifically, with the Levush Frakt. The Levush asks about this here. Even a human being that uses this term and says Chaf, or like here, Kach Chatzais, which is a Chaf regarding the timing, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's using this Chaf because he has some kind of a doubt about this. Sometimes when you speak about something or you're speaking about a timing, so you use the term chaf because the exact precise timing is irrelevant, so therefore you say chaf about approximately. With mispar and pratiyam regarding certain numbers. Sometimes when you round out a number to a, a, a number like a hundred or tens or whatever it is, so you're using an approximate number because the details or, or uh, percents are not relevant. So that is even by a human being. How much more so we could say by the Eibishter that over here, Kachatzeis just simply means that the Eibishter says the Maka will be approximately at Chatzeis. The time the Pashtus Pavos Mechanazinit Zogin is a simple reason why you can't say that here would be because later on the Pasuk tells us regarding when the Maka happened. And it was at midnight, exactly when the night, the half night, is that, that's when Makis Bechiris came. As Makis Bechiris is given genoi, it happened exactly at midnight, and not approximately at midnight.
So that can't be the Pshari of Kachatzais that Hashem is saying that it will happen approximately. However, it's not logical to say that this is the proof for Rashi, for the Pshat that he's saying here regarding the Chof of Kachatzais. If the whole proof of Rashi comes from the later Pasek, where it describes when Makas Bechayrus happened, so Rashi would have quoted that Pasek in his Pirish over here to prove this. As already explained many times, as Rashi, Rashi does not rely on a Pasek that comes later, that the child learning Chumash for the first time did not learn that Pasek yet. And especially, in Parshish Lech, earlier on, there's a Pasek in Parshish Lech Lecha, where it says, And the night was divided, so there Rashi says, from what it says in the Medrash, the night is divided, and the second half of the night, is being kept for the midnight at in Mitzrayim, which means the highness, we already learned from that Rashi, as the Chatzais Laila Shom Mitzrayim, that the midnight here in Mitzrayim, by Makis Pachiris, is not verbunden nafke mit rega von Chatzais Laila. It's not necessarily specifically regarding the exact point of midnight. It's the second half of the night, which is the Chatzais Laila of Makis Pachiris. So it doesn't have to be exactly, it could be approximate sometime from the second half of the night going forward. So if Rashi has a proof only from the Pasuk later, where it says that it was exactly midnight, definitely Rashi would have to quote that Pasuk here to prove that it means exactly and not precisely. So as Rashi breaks it in Pasuk, if Rashi does not quote that later Pasuk, this is the simple shot of the Pasuk here, which fits into the context of this Pasuk, is mashma, it seems as pshutay from dem pasik mitzadatzmai that it's a simple reading of this pasik when you read it for itself is machriach to taichin kehecholakalayla. This forces us to say that kachatzeis means when the night is divided and not a noun and approximately chatzeisalayla. So what's the hechrech over here in this pasik itself? Additionally, we have to understand in Rashi the following points here. Aleph number one. With what is the first Pirish from Rashi? Mer Pshutai with the Zweite Pirish. Velcha Rashi Ruftan Drash. In what way is the first Pshat Rashi brings more the simple understanding of the Pasuk than the second, which Rashi refers to as a Drash? So seemingly, there are just two options in understanding the words Kachatzai Salayla, which are both uh, in the Pshat of the Pasuk. You can't suggest and say as follows. That in the simple meaning of the word, it's not a noun. And seemingly, this is the way the words of Rashi read when Rashi says, This is the simple understanding to explain the context of the Pasik, And the reason why this is more simple is since, according to this Pshat, the word Kachatzais means when the night is divided, a verb, and not a noun, because Chatzais is not a noun. As Ein Chatzais Shem Dov 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 Sh
So the fact that it's not a noun is the reason why this is more of the simple pshat. So we can't say this. It's a mistake. The word chatzais, it says already twice in Psukim, in Nach actually. And in both places, chatzais actually is a noun. And therefore we must say, as mitloshin zeo pshutai, she'en chatzais shem dovesh lachatzi, main Rashi. So here when Rashi says that this is the simple pshat of the Pasuk, and then Rashi adds that chatzais is not a noun, so what does Rashi mean by this? In order to explain the context of the Pasuk here, in its context, simply, we're going to have to say a novel, I think, we'll be forced to say that in our case, it's an exception, and Chatzais is not a noun. Not that because it's not a noun, therefore this is the Pasuk Shat. No, the opposite. That there's the context of the Pasuk, and therefore, we're forced to say that here it's not a noun. So, if so, we come back to the original question here. Hein vibalt as dort vo esteit chatzais is this Hashem davish lachatzi? Usually, when it says chatzais, it is a noun. Tavazal mezagin as the pshutay um kachatzais da is not Hashem davish lachatzi. So, why should we say that here kachatzais is not a noun? Half night, midnight, nor kehecholik alayla when the night divides. There's no other example in the title where you find the, ter- the word kachatzai is used in this context or in this meaning of a verb. And the pirish, as thus meant, samach lachatzais is not an initial drash. And the second shot that it means kachatzais meaning a noun and the kachat means approximately midnight, that is only a drash. Even though according to the second shot, we're forced to say a different point that Maishra Rabbeinu said Chof because he was concerned that it's Tzagnine Pare may make a mistake about the timing. So maybe that's the reason why it's not so simple in the context of the Pasik. But that's also not true. But seemingly this concern and this idea that it's Tzagnine Pare would make a mistake has room in the simple understanding of the Pasik. And, and, and so therefore... Why not uh, explain the Pasuk this way? Why are we saying that this is a drash? Bayes, another point here, another question here is as follows. What meant Rashi in Svetin Pirish? What does Rashi mean here in the second Pirish when he says, Shema Moshe That it's Tagnine Pari may make a mistake and say that Moshe Rabbeinu is a liar. Pretty strong uh, accusation. If it's only as Rashi himself says, a concern that maybe, but then Meish Rabbeinu is, is sort of accepting this with such a certainty, when all B'chayris are going to die suddenly and simultaneously, and according to their calculation of Pari's uh, astrologers, it'll be approximately Chatzais, and not the exact moment of Chatzais, that Mezogen has Moshe Badoihu, they'll accuse Moshe Rabbeinu of being a liar, even after they see this unbelievable miracle of them all dying simultaneously at one moment. This is such a concern for Moshe Rabbeinu to the point that he's ready to change the way Hashem said it, to Kachatzais. What's the basis of this level of concern that Moshe Rabbeinu had to this degree? Gimel, the third question here is, in the Mseum from Pirish Rashi, Rashi concludes, Avala Kaddish Baruch Hu, Yedeya Ito Vurugov, the Ebishter knows, 
his, his times, his moments. So Amar Bachatzais. The Eibush said that it will be at Chatzais precisely at midnight. Is not move on with this edition. It's not in the story. Vigeret Kamapamen. It was already explained many times. As a Philip and Rashi bring Medrashi Chazal is a normaitik the inyonim was an miyashi of Divrei Mikra on Hobnan Art al Derech Abshat. Rashi only brings Medrashim when it's relevant for Pshat, when it explains something in the pasuk. So Dafim Fashtein Benidin Didan. If so, what we need to understand here when Rashi quotes this detail. Yes, this is taken from what it says in the Medrash. What, however, forces us to say that this is true, that here the Eibish did say exactly And therefore we must say that Moshe Rabbeinu changed of the words that Hashem said that it will be precisely at Chatzais. And the Mepharshim speak about this. What forces Rashi to say this? Then Kendach learned, we could interpret over here the, when Moshe Rabbeinu says Kachatzais. As the Echter Eibishter had gesagt Moshe, Tzonzagen Parei in Kachatzais, that Hashem himself also said and commanded Moshe to tell Parei that the Makkah will take place approximately at Chatzais. Mitzat demselben Tam Gufe. With the same reason that Moshe Rabbein himself was concerned about Shema Yitochulu, because if you're going to say Bachatzais, they made a mistake regarding the time, and then they'll accuse him of being a liar. So how, why, what's the source in Pshat that Rashi says that Hashem did say Bachatzais? Dalia, the fourth and final question here, and what Rashi says: Pravos is Rashi Maitik from Pasuk Oichdem Vard Halayla. Why is Rashi in the Divra Maschal, which is always the key to understand what Rashi is coming to address? Why does he bring the word halayla as well? Both interpretations of Rashi are coming to explain the word kachatzais, whether it means kehecholik, when it's divided, or the kabachatzais, or it means approximately midnight, as the Ra'am and the Mepharshim say that it's the chaf of this word that Rashi has a hard time with. Okay, so we have many questions here on the Rashi. In general, to understand what's the difference between the first and second pshat, why the first pshat is more simple than the second, and bechlal, uh, the whole union over here that Moshe Rabbeinu changes from what the Eibush just said, when we have an option, is just learning the pasuk and the simple pshat that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying that the makkah will happen approximately chatzais. Maybe that's what the Eibush just said to Moshe Rabbeinu as well, and everything could just be understood and explained clearly and smoothly without all of these different interpretations. So we'll understand this by first paying attention to a certain diok, the words that Rashi says there when he describes the first Piddish that he brings. And Rashi says, This is the simple pshat, and this explains the context of the Pasuk. Seemingly, these are, this is an extra emphasis regarding the first pshat. Rashi had gedav zogim, but kolishayne b'kama makaymis b'pirushay. Rashi could have simply said as he usually does. Zeh pshutay. This is the simple pshat, and then we're Rabbi Seinu darshachulu. Our sages darshan as follows. Why is he adding that this is the simple pshat in the context of the pasuk? Now the mid dated Rashi on with this. Rashi is implying or showing us as yishverekait and diverta kachatzay salaylo the difficulty here. With the words, which again is the key, these are the words that Rashi brings in his Libra Maschal, is net mitzad and pirish from Vart Kachatzais. It's not regarding the word Kachatzais itself, the chaf that there is in the word Kachatzais. 
and also not, as the Ra'om says, that the problem here is, like the Gemara asks, how could you say that there's a suffix, there's any doubt by the Abishter exactly when the Makkah will take place? That's not the main point Rashi is addressing. Rather, if you look at the broader context of what the Pasuk is talking about here, the simple explanation of the words here has to explain it in relation to the whole broader context of the Pasuk here. As the has to fit into the whole context of the psukim here, and that's the question that Rashi has with the words It doesn't fit in with the whole context of the psukim here. Why is that? The beer in them. So the explanation of this is as follows: Learn the pasuk. When the Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, the Eivishter is saying that I will come out into Mitzrayim. So immediately, there's a very simple question. What relevance is there in this detail that the Eivishter says that the Makkah will take place at midnight? What's, why is that detail important at all? You can't just simply say, as the that this is just another detail. Abishta wanted to notify Pare, not just about the Makkah itself, but also this detail, the timing of when the Makkah will happen, even if there is no gain or point in this. So we can't say that. While by Reva Makis, we see that by most Makis, Abishta does not give any timing of when the Makkah will happen. Now, there are some that the Ebishter does say a time, but over there there's a reason. Three of the Makis, where the Ebishter does give the timing of when it will happen, is by Dever and Arbe, over there, by these two Makis of Dever and Arbe, Hotter Ebishter Kegivay given them Tog, Machar, Onit Ishoven Tog. Over there, Hashem gives the time of a day. He gives them a time till tomorrow when the Makkah will happen, but he doesn't say an hour in the day when it will happen. Um, by Barad, where the Rebishter had gesagt, by Barad, where it's a Makkah that the Rebishter says exactly in this time tomorrow, at this time, which means he made a mark in the wall that when the light of the sun, the shade and the light of the sun reaches exactly this place in the wall, that's when the Makkah will happen. There's a special reason why it was necessary there. In order to give time for those that were fearful of Hashem, they should know the exact timing of the Makkah, to be able to save their slaves or their cattle that they had from the Makkah of Barat. So there, by these Makkahs, there's a specific, either the Ebeshet does not give the specific time, or even if he does, it's for a specific reason. But this doesn't apply over here regarding Makkahs Bechayres. So if by all Makkis, or by most Makkis, we see Hashem is not giving a timing, why over here suddenly is this a detail that Hashem is saying here in this Makkah? Well, I see if to add another point. It's very strange. On one hand, it seems like Hashem is not just giving a timing, He's giving a very precise time. But at the same time, it doesn't even say which day the Makkah will take place. Only that it's going to be at midnight. So if the point is just to let him know the timing of the Makkah, Pari would never anyways know what the timing of the Makkah is. 
So Muz Menzogin. So therefore, when they brought a context over here of this pasuk, we must say as follows: As a kavan in Menzogin, kachatzei salayla. The intention of saying the timing of the makkah kachatzei salayla is nitzu mediyazain them zman kavua from their makkah. It's not to say the exact time of when the makkah will happen. This is a unique thing, a unique detail in how the Makkah happens and in the nature of this Makkah. When you give this timing of midnight, this highlights and reveals that it's the Eibishter. As the Eibishter ba'atzma is yaitze umbrengt the Makkah. That this is a kind of a timing that only the Eibishter himself can do, it reveals more than just the Makkah itself, over here, this kind of timing reveals that the Makkah is coming from the Ebeshter himself. Similar to what it says earlier, and uh, it's also regarding the timing of a Makkah, that when something happens in an exact time, so this also reveals that there's no one like Hashem that can do it in this exact time. So this is Abedayrish Biyor, and here is where the question comes on the Pasik. And this is what Rashi is coming to address, Aleifanov, in the broader context of the Pasik. What is unique that reveals that this is only something that the Ebershik could do if we're talking about an approximate timing of around Chatzais, as does Brenk Tarez, the Aflo of that this is expresses something unusual and unbelievable that only Hashem could come out and go in this exact time. Vadarab, on the contrary, Nachdem vipare had gezem by makas borot. After pare already saw it by the makas of borot, as he is gekumen in the pinklechens man that the makas came at that exact moment in the rega was the rebbe shalat far is gezogt at exactly at that time that it was predicted to happen. Kaes mochar keshetagia chamo lekan yered a borot when the sun comes to that spot in the wall. That's when the borot comes down. That adarab. So now here, what happens is this reverses this. This goes a step down. Now Moshe Rabbeinu comes and says, the Makkah will happen at this approximate timing. Around Chatzai's time. So this doesn't express the Ani Yetzeh, something unique in the nature and the power of this Makkah that is coming from the Ebesh It's going a level down that here it's only an approximate timing. This is the question that Rashi has and the broader context of the Pasuk here. So therefore, Rashi explains as when it says it means when the night is divided. According to this, and first main shot of Rashi, here you see that it's Ani, it's the Ebeshter that's bringing the Makke in a very specific time in the most, in the most uh, precise manner possible. And this is actually more precise than the way it was by Barad when it comes when the sun is at a certain spot in the wall. Why is that? What's this meaning of when the night is divided? What is the difference between the two ways you can express midnight? Either you say which means midnight, or when the night is divided. What's the difference how this is expressed? So it's not the same thing. Is so it's as follows. The term is referring to a certain time period of the night, midnight. 
However, when you say when the night is divided, when there is that point in the night where the night divides into two, is it's not describing a certain period of time, a certain duration of time, not a pu'ula, it's referring to a certain act, a division. There's one part, half of the night that's on one side and the other half on the other side, and there's a point right in between. And additionally, this act of dividing the night, there is no moment or time or duration of time when that is happening. It's an, at a point of time where you can't say that this point of time belongs to one half or the other half of the night, because if it belongs to one or the other half, then it, the, the night has not been divided. It's not at that point, which is right in between. So this is a completely different thing. Chatzai Salayla means a certain point in time, in duration of time, which is referred to as midnight. But Kehechalek is when you're dividing the night, dividing one half here and one half there, then there has to be a very precise point, which is not even in duration of time, can't be measured in time at all, which is right in between. That point that divides the two halves of the night is it's not a duration of time that could be measured. And the Rebbe explains, because if it still could be measured, if it's a certain quantity of time that can be measured, so then you have to further divide that measure of time, that duration of time as well. Halb to the Ersh to half of it belongs in the first half of the night, and the Tzveta halb to the Tzveten, and the other half of it belongs to the second half of the night. So this is a point of time which is here thin, at, right at the center, which you can divide further and further, and it's an Akuda which is beyond being estimated of, a, of any period of time. Thus is the to for Laila. This is the accomplishment of which means when the night is divided, which expresses the Ani the Eibishter v'tareiz game. The Eibishter comes out punked in the Nekude from Kehecholik Laila. He comes out exactly at that point when the night divides. Only Hashem Himself knows His times and His moment and is able to identify that exact point in the middle when the night is divided and that's when Makis Pachiris happens. That's the big mile that the Chatzai Salayla is bringing out over here in the context of the Pasuk, that it's, a, it's part of, it's part of the, the great Indian of Makis Pachiris expressing the Aniyah the Eibishter and the Makkah. As I move on, but now Rashi still brings a second shot. So what's the difficulty with the first shot? So what's not understood over here is as follows. If this is the whole point, to say that the Eibishter is saying that it's going to happen exactly at that point of the division of the night. So then why would the Pasuk use this term of kachatzais that could be interpreted in one of two ways? It could either mean, as Rashi explains in this pshat, when the night is divided, but chatzais usually means midnight, and kachatzais usually actually means approximately, which makes the, actually the opposite point. on the contrary, the pshat do daf onkum The first pshat here, the kachatzais is not like the usual pshat. And it means when the night is divided. So you need proofs for this, because it's not the usual pshat. Even one raya Rashi brings is not enough. And the proofs that Rashi brings, as the Mepharshim point out, they're not all exactly similar to our case here. Because 
Because in all those cases, they speak about a certain point of a beginning where there is a certain continuation that follows. It's a certain duration of time. It's not speaking about a point beyond any uh, duration of time. Mashain Kendo is Giblibin on a Kudde Mamish Kanal. By contrast, over here, Kehecholik means when it's divided, and it's that point in between the two halves of the night. So the examples that Ashi bring are not exactly the same as here. So, when the pasta could have just simply said with a base, which would mean exactly at midnight, and that would express clearly, unequivocally, that this is Ani Yitzhadeh, is coming and bringing the Make exactly at this time. So, why is the pasta using this term that leaves room for an opposite interpretation that is saying that it's just approximate? The far moz Rashi onkumen so atzveitim pirish. So therefore, Rashi must bring also a second shot over here. Chotch at his nidglatik al derech abshat, even though it's not a simple and smooth uh, explanation according to the pshat of the pasuk. Mashenken adrash, but according to drash, we expound the pasuk into explaining it this way. As Moshe hot ongoi ben koi omar avaya, that Moshe Rabbeinu begins saying that this exactly this is what Hashem says. That Moshe Rabbeinu switched, even though he begins saying, that this is what Hashem says. But nevertheless, Moshe Rabbeinu switched from what Hashem actually said, and he says, that it's going to be approximately. So that's uh, the drash that forces us to say this, that, that there must be a reason why the Pasuk writes, Davke and not Bachatzais, even though we have the Pshat that Kachatzais just simply means Kehecholik Alaylo, but as the Rebbe pointed out, the difficulty with that, it's, it's a Pshat that leaves room for another Pshat, it's not clear. But in the, the Milo, the second Pshat is when you say that Kachatzais, oh, the Chaf is precise. There's a reason why that Chaf is there, because Moshe Rabbeinu actually Dafke said Kachatzais to say in approximate time for the reason that Rashi brings. But Rashi then adds that even according to this pshat is a Baruch that we need to understand here in this pasuk that Hashem knows His moments and knows His times. And that there's no dots by heaven. And and the Eibushter certainly the point of the timing of the Maka, even according to the second pshat must be that the Eibushter wants to give an exact time to express the Aniyotze. Because that's the general context of the Pasuk over here, that this must be somehow adding to the greatness of Hashem's power in this Maka. Otherwise, there's no point of giving this timing. This is what highlights the fact that it's the Ebeshter coming out in Mitzrayim. And is, is killing every Bechayr, regardless of who he is, the ones that even the servants, that uh, the slaves that work by the mill. Because otherwise, is there's no reason at all to mention any timing here, as explained before. So this is the reason why, what forces Rashi to add here, this point that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yedeya Itav Uregov, and that the Ebishter must have said, we can't say, like was suggested in the questions that the Rebbe asked here, that Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, that the Makkah will happen in an approximate time. And the Ebishter also told Moshe Rabbeinu that the Makkah will happen in an approximate time. Because then what's the point of giving this approximate timing? What does it add over here to the Makkah? It must be that the Ebishter said an exact timing. But Moshe Rabbeinu 
changed to kachatzais because of the concern that he had. But the context of the Pasik forces us to say that HaKadosh Baruch Yedei Itu V'Regov and the Ebishter must have said Bachatzais. And I'll be saying to Tuanoif, the point that our sages here are telling us in the second shot is, as when it says Gekumen, so Ebishter, Divri Hashem El Parai, when, sorry, again, when it says Gekumen, Tzum Ibegeben, Divri Hashem El Parai, when it came to communicate the words of Hashem to Parai, Hat Moshe Meshanegeven, Mitzadim Chsha Hashem Yituchulo. Moshe Rabbeinu, out of this concern that they may make a mistake about the timing, changed and from Bachatzais to Kachatzais. That's uh, what Rabbi Seinu are coming to be Mechadish. But in the context of the Pasik, it's clear that the Ebishter must have given a precise time. On Zichir is das Gufe given im Hashem. In this itself, that Moshe Rabbeinu switched this, it was definitely the will of Hashem, and as the Rebbe adds here in the order, that probably Hashem himself told Moshe Rabbeinu that when you give it over to Parai, Say kachatzai is an approximate timing, even though in the pasuk it doesn't spell out that this is what Hashem said to Moshe. High time is, and now according to this we can understand why is this blois an initial drash. Why this Rashi brings this as a second shot, and he considers it to be just a drash. because in the simple meaning of the pasuk here, statement wegen zwei bazundere amiris. It doesn't say in the Pasik about two different statements that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Omar Bachatzais, that Hashem says Bachatzais, and Moshe Kachatzais, and that Hashem, and Moshe that it says Kachatzais. And we're forced to say so, because otherwise there's no Chiddush uh, in this timing. So this is Blois and Inyashal Drash. So the fact that we're saying that there are two timings said, the timing of Bachatzais and the timing of Kachatzais, that's what forces us to say that this is only a Drash. That's the meaning of the second shot that Rashi brings here. So we now understand why it's only a second shot and why it's only a drash. Now the Rebbe comes back to the point where we were at the beginning of Sivov, where the Rebbe is addressing what's the problem with the first shot, why Rashi is bringing a second shot. So here the Rebbe brings that there's an even stronger question, seemingly, that should come up when you learn the first shot. And this will actually be answered in the words and the context of what Rashi says in the second shot. He said, furthermore, there's a very strong question on the first pshat that Rashi brings here. Seemingly, there's a very strong question here that completely refutes the first interpretation of Rashi, which is again, that Hashem knows the exact moment, that point of between the first and second half when the night is divided, and that's when Bakmakas Bukhairis occurs. Is an akudas zman. If Kecholek Alayla means that point of time, it's not humanly possible to identify it. It's not measurable by, by any human being because whatever you measure, you have to further and further divide it. So it's only the Ebishter that can know that exact point in, in that, of time, or not even in time. On a mensch can das sein. A human being cannot identify this. Is was wird zukommen, damit dir sein Paren, sein Chatumim, und kommt mit Zreien wegen dem? So what's added here to demonstrating the greatness of the Eibishter by giving this exact time, Bishas as er on ze alle while Parai and all those that are with Parai anyways will not be able to identify and see that exact timing that only the Eibishter could see. Whether it actually occurred in that exact point of time or not, it's not measurable by any human and any human possible way, any utensil or any instrument we have to be able to measure this. So this is seemingly a question that refutes the entire first shot. 
So not only is the second shot better, but this is the only shot we can say. However, this is explained and answered through Rashi's bringing by Rashi bringing all the details that the Medrash says. Their monon mentioned and Rashi here mentions in this Rashi in personalities that we didn't at all discuss over here, and they are it's like Nine Pare, the astrologers of Pare. Why is Rashi specifically quoting this expression of the Medrash that the astrologers of Pare? may mistake the exact timing of this Makkah. So this detail of its Tagnine Paray is also relevant for the first Piddush of Rashi. Nit Rashi does not just simply say the expression of Paray and his servants or anything like that. Now, this that Rashi speaks about, it's Tagnine Paray, the astrologers of Paray. So this is explicit here in the Pasuk, as Moshe had geret zu Paray v'hachartumim. Moshe was speaking to Paray in his chartumim, his astrologers, or those uh, sorcerers, v'lechazen in given, by the redden, that were there when Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking to them, k'day tzubavaisen below hateim. So they were there, and they would try to demonstrate to Moshe Rabbeinu with their kishuv, b'shas maisa, they kenen es oichton, and oich kol avodach ha'elo. That they can also perform these magical things with their sorcery, and all, all the other servants of Paray also can. So it's, it says over here in the Pasuk that there were the astrologers of Paray, but then they also say that there was Kola Vadecha there was other servants over there as well. So over here, when Rashi is specific to point out that it's not only the astrologers, the Khartoumim, but it's, again, in the Pasuk it says that the Khatumim, it's called there are other servants that were there by Pare. But here, Rashi is very specific in pointing out that it's Stagnine Pare. The mistake could be made by the astrologers of Pare. So why is that relevant? The point mentioned before, that nothing will be added by giving this exact point of time. Because nobody could anyways know exactly what that exact point of time is, is the Spinegea Parei V'chom Mitzrayim. That's only regarding Parei and the rest of Mitzrayim. Mitei Noisna, but with one exception here. It's Tagnine Parei, the astrologers of Parei, which were Chizim B'mazolis V'kechovim, astrologers that see the, the stars and very, the, the Mazolis. V'lechazen B'chlal Dem Emes, again, V'lechazen B'chlal Dem Emes, that generally they could through their powers of seeing into stars and so on, they could see precisely the truth. And over here regarding this point, also the truth in this point of time. Umpadai considered their opinion very much. And he, and he followed their guidance. Generally, they did have the ability to identify exactly that moment of time and how Hashem acts within time. So over here, when in the first pshat, when Rashi says that it's kehecholik alayla, that it'll be that exact point when the night is divided, which is something unique that only the Ebesha could do, it's tagnine parai will have the power to identify this, and therefore for them, it will demonstrate the greatness of the Ebesha. However, in the second pshat, Rashi says, there still is a concern that they may make a mistake with this. They get it right in general. They do see certain things that gives them the ability to see the timing of the way Hashem does things. However, there still is a concern that they may make a mistake. And therefore, Rashi says in the second shot that Moshe Rabbeinu switched the Bachat to Kachat 
So, but since we're talking here about the astrologers, we could understand why in the first pshat, it's not uh, a pshat that has no place. This is a pshat that does express the Abish's greatness for its tagnine parai, and by extension, not only for them, but also parai that accepts their guidance of what they see. Okay, but now here though, the Rebbe continues in Sivches and explains that a different approach that even its tagnine parai cannot identify this exact time period. However, we can go on and say as follows. When Rashi says that the Abish knows his time and his moment, Omar Hashem himself said, the exact time of Chatzais. Rashi here is hinting to us to remember something that Rashi already said earlier in Chumash. When it says that David completed his work in creating the world by Yom on the seventh day of creation, so David completed his work at the conclusion of the sixth day, and on the seventh day Hashem rested. So, what does the pasuk mean that Hashem concludes on the seventh day? So Rashi brings a statement of Rab Shimon, only Hashem that knows his time and his moments enters into Shabbos and completes his work like a hair's breath, exactly at that moment, at the conclusion of the sixth day and the beginning of the second day, and the seventh day, that is. So that's a, a, a point and a, and a preciseness of completing that only the Ebishter can, uh, can know. The Pshat is, the meaning of this is as follows. A boss of Adam, a human being, can can try to get a precise timing, with a very big effort, I feel it in a rega, even with a very, in, in, in one moment in time. Even the term rega, which means one moment, has, can be estimated. It has a certain duration of time. Where the Gemara says, Echad is rega kememre. Rega kememre has, is a fifth of a certain period of time, which is the, the amount of time it takes to pronounce three letters, which is very short, even less than a second, but it's still... A certain duration of time. So a human being that's trying to get something precisely to that uh, moment can can do it. The expression that Rashi says, a chotasaira, a hair's breath, something that's so precise to this degree, meant the klenste zman. It means a point of time. Was is to this is a point in time which is impossible for a human being to identify it. And that's even the, the astrologers of Parai, and even an individual like Bilam, which the Gemara speaks about, that he was able to identify certain moments of time, and he knew Hashem's actions, and he identified it. But here, this HaKadosh Baruch this moment of time which is beyond being measured by any human instrument, including whatever technology there is, it's not humanly measurable. So that, so it's Sagninen and Bilam, that they have the ability to identify the moments and the way Hashem acts in those moments, they cannot identify this. Only Hashem himself that knows the exact timing, he is the one that could identify this moment. So which means now that in the second shot, Rashi over here is saying, and this is different than what the Rebbe said before, that we're talking about a moment in time, that the Itztagninin, the star, uh, the, the, or the astrologers of Parai, 
can identify this time, but no, Rashi is adding a Kaddish Baruch Yedeya that even these astrologers cannot identify this time. And this is what Rashi here in our Parsha is bringing similar point to what Rashi says in Parsha's Bereshis regarding the time when Hashem finishes the work on Erev Shabbos that it's similar over here regarding the timing of Makis Bechayris. When it says here that the market comes Bachatzais, it doesn't simply mean that moment of Chatzais, which is something that even a human being could come and identify. With great effort, it's possible to humanly identify this. The Lashon that the Evan Ezra says, Some kind of instruments, some copper instruments that it's possible, or maybe today with technology, it would be possible to identify a certain moment of time in this way. Nor this is the chut hasayre from chatzais. Rather, this is that chut hasayre. This is I mean, we, we we're using this analogy of a hair's breadth because that's the, the, the thinnest thing that we could think of to use as an analogy for a moment in time which is beyond being measured or identified humanly. So it's that moment of time beyond human, any human being to measure this of chatzais. But does can mechavazain. Not a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but Er is Only the Eivishter has the ability to identify that moment of time. So that is what Rashi here is bringing in the second shot to explain that Meishar Benu says Kachatzais, but nevertheless the Eivishter said Bachatzais, and the Bachatzais means this exact moment of time. And that is the Chiddush over here of the way this Makkah happens, that it's only a Kaddish Baruch Hu, which is Yedeya Ita